Hello, listeners of the Anthropocene. <laughs> Welcome to the Universe. Yes, the CUNY, the poet's guide to the universe. Hey, everybody! Had a really great day today. Yesterday, I got like the coolest thing I've ever seen. I got a cord. There's this really cool cat in Denmark <laughs> that makes these videos about jazz chords, and he brought me like academy trained, and just to have access to that. <laughs> this guy is totally rad, and having lived in Denmark, I have kind of a special affinity for his pedagogical technique. Are really good. There's also an amazing scientist. That's another hero of mine. Her name is Radia Perlman. Maybe you know about optical curve encryption, or maybe you don't. But that's that's rad. Most people don't. But you use it every time you see a little key signal on your browser. So think of Radia Perlman. <laughs> She's an amazing scientist and. I wish I could do math like her. Okay, so what about other heroes? Well, I would definitely have to say Nelson Mandela. <laughs> yeah, and Olaf Palmer. Does anyone know who Olaf Palmer was? <laughs> He was the prime minister. No, he was not the prime minister of Reiseroni. He was the prime minister of Sweden. You know, the country that brought us Volvo and IKEA, and some of the most amazing aircraft technology in the world, and. The scientists in London, in Sweden, they're really amazing. So to knock on, um, yeah, to knock on um, Sweden, scary snagavida, um, Niels Bohr. So Vizdukitil Dansk. If you can understand Danish, you know I just switched to talk about one of my Danish heroes, and I have many. So let's talk about Niels Bohr for a second. <laughs> the Danes are amazing folk, actually. They saved so many Jews during the World War. So we're talking about Danish heroes. <laughs> Let's talk about another one. How about Dronning Mogaida? <laughs> yeah, everybody knows I'm, I'm a big fan of the Queen of Denmark. But more importantly, I'm a big fan of the whole family. I just wish they would share some of their wealth with the people of Denmark that really needed the most. Yeah, I know. 
Tilmark doesn't have very much. What? They certainly have some of the best food, some of the best architecture, <laughs> some of the best opera houses and concert venues, some of the best history, and some of the nicest stories about saving Jews during the war. It's an amazing country, actually, but it is fucking cold, especially in Wyoming. Oh, hold the man. So do up there on winter, so freeze, man. Simple. Yes, now I um get out cold. I'm talking about this little city boy from Ustawol going all the way up there. <laughs> Okay. Enough Denmark worship. Shit, really? I was worshiping on Denmark. I guess it's time to go back. I can't wait till I can afford all the Danish fun stuff. Their furniture <laughs> and their technology. Oh my god. Okay, so not. They do have some pretty decent hi-fi stuff, but. What about the Queen of England? Well, to be honest with you, I wasn't finished with Denmark. So let's go to Hans Christian Andersen. Hans Christian Andersen. I think you know who he is. <laughs> Thank you for your stories. We read his works it's like Shakespeare. His use of language is amazing. So let's talk about Shakespeare a minute. How did he write what he wrote? I'll tell you how he wrote it. <laughs> so what happened was William Shakespeare. Or his friends called him Billy Bob? No, I don't think so. The story makers of England. There's a very, very long and deep tradition of storytellers in England. They would come with their songs and their stories, and he would sit and listen for an hour and hour. They would sing their stories to him. He'd take notes. He'd scribe and scribe and scribe and scribe, and he'd capture the essence of the plot, and then he'd start writing, and he'd let his imagination flow away with the characters that the storyteller had provided him. And you know why he has so much material? Because he got a reputation with the storytellers. You know what they said? Oh yeah, they said, "Oh, we go, we go tell the bard our stories. He'll turn them into plays." So they would come from Italy. They'd come from Denmark. They would come from France and all about. And the girls would come because he would treat them well. Certain I was alive in another vessel back then. 
you know <laughs> what I did? I was a stagehand because after he'd get the plot, he would sit down with all his stagehands and carpenters, and they would talk about the sets. Because you know what? Unless they could perform it, there was no reason to write it, and it was mostly written in his head anyway. Because that's the way I am too. Okay, William Shakespeare, and he would often fall deeply, deeply in love. They write me sonnets late into the night. They would sit next to him, and he would compose them. He would write them as they sat at his bedside, and they would have amazing sex. And he had children all over Europe. <laughs> Some of them were Jewish. Yeah, right. I know. But that's my hypothesis, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. If you don't like it, oh well. You can get your own hypotheses. So what happened after that? They would build these amazing constructions, and while they were doing that, what was our friend Billy Bob doing? <laughs> what was William Shakespeare doing? He was writing the fucking play. And in about a month or two, they'd have the scene ready. You know, they didn't have Amazon back then. If you wanted a nail, you made a nail. If you wanted a piece of wood cut, you cut it by hand. And if you wanted wood, you went to the woods and you found a tree. <laughs> you tied it to horse. But you know what? People would always bring him wood. You know why? He traded his tickets for it. He was like the major source of entertainment for that whole region. Or maybe you didn't think about that. I did. So wait, is that all my heroes? No way. Let's move. To my own tribe. I'm not saying it's better or worse, it's just my tribe. There's a thing called ethnocentricity, that's a bias that we all have. <laughs> what? Yeah, we're all biased, I know it sucks, doesn't it? But it's okay, we'll get over it one day. And you'll realize it. Where was I? Okay. My heroes and my tribe. Let's talk about Goldenmire. She said she would never forgive. She would never forgive. She would never forgive. What did Goldenmire say she would never forgive? She said. She would never forgive the Arabs for making the children of Israel kill them in war. 
you forget the Jews were on the verge of extermination <laughs> and she did not want anybody else killed she'd seen too much death and war in the camps and what happened in Germany she did not want that for her people You'll notice I have a lot of female heroes. Let's talk about another one. Radia Perlman. She invented some of the most amazing encryption in the universe. In the universe. Well, if she had Q computers or Qubit computers or Cooters. In the cuters, we need cuters, right? Yeah, we need cuters. We don't need computers, we need cuters. <laughs> okay, so we have a cuterverse, and in the cuterverse lives all the cuterbers. The cuters. Does anybody else need a cuterverse? I do. I live in the cuterverse. So Radia Perlman must live there too. Because she came up with some of the most amazing elliptical curve encryption. And if she had the random numbers and the hash computational power of cuters. <coughs> yeah, if she could use qubits in her cuters, it would be really cute, right? Let's call them cuters because they're really cute. Yeah, I think Ion's really cute. Then you got like this little bump of frequency sticking up. And then you've got this electron going round and round and round and round, generating. And it goes spinning off because electrons like to spin off. And then another one comes in and takes its place. Wow, where'd that happen? Oh, it's the universe that beamed in. Because honestly, entanglement must continue. Why do you think electrons hop from atom to atom? How else would the universe communicate with itself? <laughs> Duh. What? Yeah, we just need cuters. Because they're really cute. And my little baby. <laughs> my little baby ion. And the electron goes, Back again. And another one goes, and they keep going. I love electrons. As long as you can make them move, they keep moving pretty much. Get those waves. You can even excite them again. Oh, let's amplify them. Yay! How do you amplify them? You get them <laughs> to beat together. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. But wait, we were talking about Radio Perlman, right? <laughs> and we started doing a science broadcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I guess it's pretty much in keeping with my style, right? Yeah. But you know what I really wish? I wish all the same thing that Gandhi, Mother Teresa of Martin Luther King, Golden Mayor, 
Menachem Beidin and many of those other amazing people that advocated for peace. And what about Sadat? Yeah, he is amazing. He had the nerve to defy the entire Arab community and sign a peace treaty with who? Israel. In Israel, what did they do? Menachem Begin gave up the Sinai. Yeah. And now the treatment of Palestinians by the Arabs and Israelis is shameful. Shame on you, Israel. Shame on you. I agree with Carter. It's just another form of apartheid. Yes, they're in a different tribe, and I know they're a rival tribe, but come on, grow the fuck up, really. Please grow up. Please grow up. I promise. I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm just ashamed. I'm ashamed of the way Israel treats the Palestinians. Is that clear? Thank you using the same kind of punishment on them that were used in the ghetto against us. Seriously? I hope the Mossad's listening to this. Be nice. They're a brother tribe, you know. They're just a fucking rounding era. Come on, stop fighting the last fucking Let's fight the war to get your economy working, to growing food, to taking the amazing talents you have in your youth, and teaching them to do amazing things. That's a much better use of our time. Stop fighting the last fucking war. It's over already, okay? You need a reconciliation. Come on, Israel, reconcile. That in Yerushalayim, we had Shalom. Salam Aleichem. Salam. Salam Aleichem. Aleichem Salam. Shema. Yezal. Adonai. Hezal. Shameful Israel. I am so ashamed of you. You know what? When I think about shame, I am ashamed of what men do to women. I'm ashamed for what Israel does to Palestinians. I'm ashamed what my fellow white people do to black people. I mean, seriously? <laughs> we were driving around in my BMW tonight and we saw a cop uh, near the mall. 
Because if I was black, a big black dude, in this car, with you, he would have pulled us over. And she said, yeah, that happens to my dad all the time. That, I'm ashamed of. I'm ashamed of the way men treat women. has been treating the planet, but we're going to grow up very soon. I'll help. And you're going to have to help too. Because our Mother Earth, it's our spaceship <laughs> rolling through space. Don't worry, help's on the way. I'll bring you help. I figured out why we're killing our planet. Together with Microsoft, we're gonna fix it. Why Microsoft? Because I'm talking about my heroes, right? Bill Gates is definitely one of my heroes. Yeah, he can be an asshole sometimes, but <laughs> actually, Balmer was his asshole for hire. From the business perspective, but like my dad used to say, if you're gonna be really good at business, you gotta be really good at being an asshole. And all of those guys really do. <laughs> what did Balmy say? He used to say, I love this guy, yeah. That was such a bomber move. I would never do that. I used to hear that Bill would have some really interesting comments. <laughs> Unless you knew your math, don't bring a number out. Of course, if I bring one out, I've got to go about 5,000 iterations that that number can have. Forward and backwards. Source divergence. I can't wait to chat with you, Bill. Share you my idea. Let's together share you. Save the planet. Remember the Gates Foundation? Yeah, that's what I mean by such an amazing person. So let's finish the job of saving the planet. I have an idea I want to pitch to you. This is a letter for you. about my uncle Clyde. <sighs> he was also a hero of mine. Came from a very poor ground in rural Georgia. Where the clay is red and the junkyard is where you went for all the parts. You know, like where I grew up. Clyde 
bootstrapped himself and went to Vanderbilt University, became a preacher, then started a PhD at the University of Georgia, which he did not write a dissertation on. But he went back into carpenter, and he was a carpenter, an amazing man, a great gentle soul. He married so many people. He impacted so many people's lives in a positive way. Whether they were living in his structures, or he married them. And my amazing sister Barbara. Honestly, my entire siblings, group of siblings, are my heroes. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. But Clyde was released from his cancer many years ago. Clyde Angon. He marked. He marched with Martin Luther King and Memphis. He was one of those people that was there to help change history. That realized the racism is just a fucking rounding error. Code and some spreadsheet somewhere. Sorry about that, I just needed a break to think about my family. They're all my heroes, they've always been there for me. Every time I tried to die. <laughs> so like I said, live fast, die slow. That's my goal. Can I get to be 90? <laughs> picture that they would find my cold and dead body with a ski pole or a paddle in it. 
floating upside down in the snow or the water. They're both water, right? They'll pull the paddle or the <laughs> ski pole out of my hand. And they'll walk away quietly, knowing that I'm dead the way I wanted to die. Or maybe not. Who the fuck knows? Maybe it'll happen on the way up the mountain. <laughs> Fate is funny, but I am not fucking done yet. <laughs> so I need to speed up <clears throat> and die slower. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Stephen Michaelov. I'm your poet. Uh, the only reason that you're hearing this broadcast is the amazing talent and engineering work that I have behind the scenes. I'm just the product. They do all the real work. Enjoy it. Stephen Michaelov. This is the poet's guide to the quantum universe. The CUNY. Quantum Universe.